If you like this podcast, please support it. Go to patreon.com slash witchpolice and help us improve the show. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Episode of Witch Police Radio. I'm your normal co-host Ryan, but tonight I'll be taking over hosting duties. Uh, I'll let you know right now if I sound a little odd. I broke a tooth over the weekend, and my tongue is really fucked up. So, if you hear me scream the word "fuck" for no reason, it's because I've been down on it. Now, tonight for co-host duties, we have Tony Baudouin of Union Stockyards fame, who is of course uh, pretty much our, our local our, our house band. Tony, say hello. Tons of fame. Yeah, hi. Tons of fame. Oh, all the fame. <laughs> Sitting in the peanut gallery, but uh, Taylor King who, of course, has been around the music scene for a while and uh, bought some budget beers. And our guest, who I'm very excited to have... The illustrious. The, illu- the illustrious. The furry, the hairless, <laughs> Ricky Phillips. Totally hairless. <laughs> totally totally hairless. You have no idea. Like, <laughs> who also brought some somewhat budget beer? He brought, oh, he got the real budget beers here. So, I guess, Ricky, what I'd really like to do is start off... Um, obviously, you have, you have uh, past bands to talk about, current bands to talk about, big shows coming up. Uh, but for now, I'd like to just get uh, everyone to know you a little bit, if we may. Um, maybe some of the stuff you sent in that really harsh email to me. <laughs> was, was it really that harsh? No, it was so, <laughs> it was so funny though. When I sent totally back, thought I was being sweet. I was like, Ricky, would you like to be on the show? You're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to preface that, so, well, so everybody understands, um, I had heard... And I had I, I I'm a fan of the podcast, as everybody should be. Oh, I um, appreciate that. Tony has been on this podcast how many times now? Well, this is my fifth time. To be honest, near the tail end of last year, we had him on twice, which is right around the time I received the email from you. What a month apart? No, and it wasn't that we, we had. Yo, yo, we had yeah, yeah, it was pretty right? close. It was pretty close. We we did a release, and then we had a show, and then yeah, you're and right. then we had you're right. you on with the the video with Jim and Agapito. Yes, Ag- yes, Agapito. Agapito. Thank you. Yes. So I watched that one, and I was like, okay, again, seriously, <laughs> buddy. I mean, no, no offense. I love you, and I love I love what you do, but you know, I figured. When's it, when's it Ricky's turn? Well, when, the funny thing when is, is it Ricky's turn? When it becomes Ricky's turn, I get a, Rick. <laughs> when it becomes Ricky's turn, I get a text message saying I'm going to go on Witch Police, and I told him I want you to be on there. I'm like, okay, so, uh, I don't know if these well, fucking guys want me back on there again. To that point of the story yet? Oh, well, yeah. na- well, that's, that leads up to it. Naturally, if I'm going to come on, I was like, well, I should I should probably bring Tony with me because obviously you're the fan favorite. Uh, I would talk to the fans before you call me a fan favorite. Uh, I would say talk to the fan. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how, how, how well are you showing the, the show is doing rather. Um, I don't I don't listen to my own podcast. I've never watched any other live performances. Never seen any of our. I listen to our own music, so whatever. It's, it's something I don't want to get into because I'll start nitpicking things. Yeah. But as far as I can figure, we have at least a fan. So that's pretty good. Nice. I mean, not in here. 
Oh, God, no. Oreo, maybe. Oreo does listen to the Dumb. podcast. Oreo calls me with the podcast. <laughs> Oreo is Ryan's cat, so... <laughs> he did not like that one. Okay, so anyway, before we... Because I know this is going to devolve at many, many points, but before before we do, yes. maybe if we get some solid stuff so that the fan or fans listening uh, will continue to listen through our stupid shit. If you want to give me, like, a, uh, or us, I suppose, a little rundown of, you know, where you came from, how long you've been doing this. Whoa. And, um, okay, great, great question. Um, I started in this scene in the mid-80s. Ah, mid-80s. Um, I started going to shows like 84. They hate it. <laughs> I know, dating myself. And I think um, I joined a band in um, 1985, 1986. That was called Peak of Outrage. We lasted for a couple of years, and then I got the call to uh, join a band called Crown of Thorns. So a lot of ovs in the first couple bands? There, you know what? Two, of, <laughs> two bands were big two in the 80s. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That was that was kind of my thing. If the band didn't have an of in it, I wasn't interested. Oh, fuck, I want to do with the band with no ovs. Fuck's the name of this band anyway. No of? Fuck you. <laughs> no ofs. <laughs> yeah, they they no actually called me, allowed. and I said no thanks. Yeah, no ups called you up? <laughs> yes, they did. Well, um, after Crown of Thorns, you know, um, uh, whatever. There was, a, there, was a, there was a list of bands. There was a Black Velvet and the Blue Beat. There was a... Can, yeah. can I just clear? Were you Black Velvet? I was Black Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> Fun story. Walked into work. I uh, worked at a restaurant at the time. And uh, me and the guitar player, we were... Anybody, anybody we know? Anybody somebody might know? Uh, Shane Casher. Um, he now lives in uh, Hamilton and plays in uh, plays in an oi band. Um, shout out to my buddy Shane. Big um, shout out Shane. Shane O. We walked into uh, we walked into work and our, our manager who uh, may not have been part of the scene or whatever. Shane had just dyed his hair blonde that day, so we walked into work and he was like, "Well, look at you two. If it isn't." Black Velvet no. and the Blonde Ambition. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed. And then that night, Shane phoned me and he was like, I got it. The band's going to be called Black Velvet and the Blue Beat because it was a ska band. So you needed, you needed the beat in there. Yeah. yeah we had to have like, like the, the, the whole Blue idiots. Beat you scene. You were a ska band? I was in a ska band. So oh, were you. I brought Craig, a track, man. Craig what? what? Yeah, you were an Uncle Tony and the Dumb Beats. They were great, though. Oh, yeah. Right. That's a That's real it. thing. We just covered JFK and his conspirator song. And the conspiracy. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> big, big God, show no, hey, shout out. Shout out to JFK and the conspirators. Big shout out JFK. Big shout out Aaron. Both both friends of the show. Yeah. Not Big shout out all of JFK and the conspirators. It was a big part of this, uh, the Winnipeg scene. Yes, yes, for real. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and, in fact, Black Velvet played with them. We, we played some shows together. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to JFK. Yeah, big.
Okay, so what happened after uh, Blonde Ambition and Black Velvet? <laughs> um, oh, a couple of failed bands, and then um, and then I left the city. I decided uh, it was time for me. another fun fun fact. Uh, so Paul Stewart of Guy Smiley fame. Oh, big shout out Paul Stewart. Yes. Guy Smiley, big shout out Guy Smiley. Holler, holler, holler. Yeah. Word. Paul and I were uh, best friends. This and, is just uh, going to be an hour of shoving people out. I, I know, right? <laughs> you guys just shut up for an so hour. So much love. It was the ridiculous. They didn't even talk. <laughs> that was the worst shout out track I've ever heard. There was no beat behind it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so not that kind of black. Anyway, um, yeah, I just said that. Uh, Paul and I loaded up the car and moved out to Vancouver because we were going to be the next Bad Brains. Oh, the two of you. Yeah. Well, we were going to find a couple black guys out in Vancouver. <laughs> there was not a lot around. They're all hanging out with Cafe just in case, back then. So. Just in case anybody doesn't know, I'm black. They don't want so, to talk about it, though. And so no. is Paul. Don't bring yeah. it up. Well, we are, we are going to bring up a couple things about that uh, in the future as well. In this, oh, in this absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's all coming out in my book. That I'm writing. Ah, yes, and it, I believe it. it, it what, what's it called? The Black called, Ambition. No, it's called. It, no, it's called Dead Mike. It, <laughs> Dead Mike. <laughs> off a, off a, going off a slow. See before, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, black, yeah, yeah. And I'm uh, black, y'all. Yes. I'm black and I'm black. I'm blickety black and I'm black and I'm back. All right. So That's now cold. Just... That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and here. And here it goes down the shitter. <laughs> we gotta well, stay focused. We gotta stay. Gonna happen. That's why. That's why Sam. Big shout out Sam Thompson. By the way, doing his own his own recording uh, tonight. Uh, big shout out for allowing us it is to do this. Um, You're never gonna let me do it again, are you, sweetie? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think he's gonna love it. Okay, really... so what happened? Vancouver. We went out to Vancouver. Um, wow, I can't believe you asked me what happened. So I have to be honest. All right. Ooh. Ooh, uh, two weeks feel? later, Paul um, came to me and said, yeah, I got to go. And left me in van, and he came back to Winnipeg. To start Bad Brains. To Soul brains. do whatever it was that Good he, brains. Needed, he, to that he needed to do. Fair enough. I don't know if I could do more than two weeks in Vancouver myself uh, with my predilection for drug addiction, my mental illness, and the rain. I think, honestly, two weeks, I'd be dead or gone. I like... Yeah, it was you hard. know what? All, all, all the it drugs really and, the, and all the Canucks fans would probably put me in the grave. So <laughs> I moved there a week before the riots. Oh, the first riots. Yeah. Wait, wait. Which, which? See the Vancouver, the when Vancouver they lost Canucks. In the playoffs, that was not the, the first time they riots. No, 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 no. They've done it twice. Twice. Every time they go to the Stanley Cup and get their brains kicked in because they're a bunch of fucking assholes, they fucking try to burn their own city down. <laughs> Man, I actually. Side note. Just down the street from me, we're in West Broadway right now. Just down the street from uh, from where I live, on the side of a church of all things. Like, not just a church, but it's called Crossroads, and they feed the homeless. I know they, what they house the homeless. Yes. They have the, the, the they do uh, 12 good stuff. meetings there. On the wall, after shortly after the uh, London riots, somebody had written, Vancouver riots plus London riots equals everyone's uh, upset. And I was like, no. No. No, you can't equate those two things <laughs> together. One of them is... Fucking shitty hockey team lost one game and you lo- you freaked out and started pissing on cop cars and started fires. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you, you, oh, you, you're, you're going to be a big Olympic fucking swimmer. No, you're not. You, you, you lit a cop car on fire because your <laughs> hockey team. If you want to burn a cop car because of social injustice, I'm all for it. You want to burn a cop car because the the Sedins play for your team? That's not a reason to fucking do it. Okay, I'm fucking sorry. 
Okay, I... All right, so... But they are, they are two of the cutest twins you'll ever see. Oh, they are sweethearts. First of all, I'm... Bed. Now, this is another sidetrack. I'm hoping for a world one day where science can get rid of twins altogether. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> I... I want I wanted twins so bad. Oh, I want I want I want twins as well. It's just a joke. Anyway, so we're in Vancouver. <laughs> Paul has left you, and now yes. Ricky is. I am living in a basement suite, uh, two bedroom basement suite. Um, Hastings. Um, a little ways off of Hastings, okay. but in East Van. Okay, but still in East Van. East Van. Um, no job. I'm on welfare. Because uh, the apartment that we had lined up has now gone. So, um, I literally have nothing. Uh, welfare hooks me up, so my rent is paid. I find a job uh, working under the table, so I'm like, I'm welfare. rich! Welfare plus cash. I'm yeah. rich! Uh, I'm making like 400 bucks a week. So I think I'm rich. This is the my, 80s, though. My, my last full time job paid me this 40. Is it 90s? Yeah. Uh, 400 bucks in 90s a week. A week is a lot. That's a lot of money. 400 yeah. bucks a week is, is pretty decent when you consider that um, my rent is already Your paid. Your shit's all paid for, right? And what do you got? Bus so tickets and food stamps I got, as well? I got bus tickets and I got and, and some extra money for like food and stuff like that. So so I'm pulling in like, you know, like... Big shout out City of Vancouver. Yeah. Right now. Let you let you know there. <laughs> Ricky's burning the system. Oh, yeah. Social justice. They, they take care of you. Burn it down. <laughs> Sorry, Ricky. That's all good. So, you know, long story short, um, I'm surviving. And I got a great network of uh, friends. Ex-Winnipeg was basically... A lot of those out there. A lot of a expats. Ton. Big shout out to all the expats in Vancouver. Except yeah. for you, you motherfucker. And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you know who you are. You should have moved back. <laughs> Never should have done that in the first place. But Stop running. Big, like, in all seriousness, big shout out to uh, um, James Farwell of Bison. My boy. Um, he was one of the ex-Winnipeggers uh, that um, was there for me. And Bison's still me. tearing it up, man. Bison, Bison is doing good shit. Big shout out to Bison. Like and, Bison trucking or Bison like the football Bison team? Bison <laughs> But come on now. I'm just asking. Hey, it's a serious question. Bison trucking or bison football? Uh, bison. I'm gonna go get bison, bison ben. out of wherever I lost it. And I'm gonna put on my hand and punch it. Ben, bison drops shit off my work, man. That's a real deal. Yes, we're aware that Bison is also a transport company. It's not about it's, you. I'm just. It's, you're, you know, it's not about. It's me. not about well, you. Well, why did we ask him here if it's not about him? You, <laughs> you both did. I told. Hey, stop sniggling in there. <laughs> I told you guys not to fucking have me here. You did. You did. But I insist. Okay. I insisted. All right. So we big shout out Bison. We're there. You've got. I, I've, I've got. I've got an existence, at least. A, phys a physical body and a, a soul. Yes. So to speak. I have no music at that point. Um. Like you left the records so, at home. I, oh, I got. Come on. I got music okay, to play. Sorry. Are you really gonna go there? I'm sorry. I got music to play on my stereo, on my ghetto blaster. But, big shout out Gary Blasters. <laughs> big shout out Run DMC. <laughs> but I got, I got no band because Paul is gone and I know. So the Bad Brains weren't out there waiting for you. The Bad Brains was not happening. So you had to find them. So, uh. I hope this ends in Iowa. I bought. A spiritual journey. Oh, yeah. I, no, I bought a drum kit and I, I bought a bass and a bass amp and I did self jams. Okay. In, in my basement, in my basement suite. Um, I lived with Len Greenblatt, um, former drummer of Strain, uh, Peak of Outrage, which was my first band. Right, right, right. Um, he also played in 108. Um, 
He's a legend. Shout out to my buddy, Len. Um, so Len and I, at the time he was playing in Strain, he knew lots of people in the scene because he'd been there for a couple of years. So in our house that uh, was a two-story thing, we were in the basement and on the uh, upper floor was um, a guitar player, a bass player, uh, a few other people from within the scene that would sit at the door and listen to me play. So I would just like put on music on my ghetto blaster and I would jam and they'd listen to me and, and finally I met people in the scene because of that. Like they came down and said, hey man. They stood at the top of the stairs and they were like, they shut it down. This guy's, Dude, you got a paper? This guy's good. This guy's pretty good. And then they would come down and they'd be like, uh, so uh, who are you jamming with these days? And then they hooked me up, basically. Righteous. Righteous. Yeah. Um, that's how I sort of got into the Vancouver scene. And soon enough, I was, I was, uh, I was, playing, I was playing bass in a band to start. Because they That's thought what I, we do. They as singers, well, they thought no band. exactly. They they thought I was a bassist and a drummer. So they hooked me up with like you might have uh, you might have misled them down that road. I told I told you did. Because truth be known, I only I'd only played bass for a little while and I'd never played drums. But I just put on CDs and I would be like, oh yeah, I can do this. And I thought I was really good. Were you not good? I was not good. How are you a bass, though? I was okay. Why are you I, making that face? Like, you don't believe him. No, I totally believe him. I brought a track to prove it. You brought, ah, all I, right. Okay. So, maybe, uh, maybe when Sam is listening in, when he's editing, he'll put the track in. Nice little Sam, segue right now. here. Sam, you got to prove me right, because Tony made a face. Tony was like... <laughs> He did. Well, what? it wasn't that. It was more what? sucking you... teeth face. I, it, it told, I, you know what I, it was? It was a, you think that you can play bass because you're... I didn't want to say and it. I'm, I'm not, not, not going to... I'm not saying you, it up. I figured you could play it because you are. <laughs> My bad. I watched South Park. I know what the story is.
You think I'm all Isaac Hayes? Oh, I bet you... you I, Isaac Hayes quit the show. You are because a... Because of his whole uh, Scientology thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let's you. not even get into Scientology because... All right. Because I've been Maybe. watching that whole Leah Remini thing. Oh, God. I got a lot of yeah. nightmares. I got a lot of shit to say. Oh, no. She's fucking she calling left. him out. She left and she does a series now on the evils of it, but... Anyway, that's not why anyway, we're here. Well, yeah, not yeah. why we're here. I mean, maybe later. We'll, we'll we are. Episodes. That's yes. why we're here. We're here to call it Scientology. Let's not be hey, on the bush. Reverse shout out Scientology. <laughs> it's going to be risky to be in your religion. Compliance. I will take your personality test, you motherfuckers. Oh, I have. Anyway, that's okay. Sorry, Ricky. Keep going. All good. All good. Um, where are we at? Uh, where are we at? We have now the downstairs neighbors have found you self jamming, which I assume was just. Yeah, uh, you know, a euphemism for jerking off, but no, nope, turns out. But it, it actually, actually really, it really was self jamming, and and uh, spawns my first band, uh, Descent. I started playing bass in Descent. Um, our drummer went on tour after we had only been jamming for like two months, so I was like, "Oh, do you want do you want me to play drums?" So I switched to drums, and I played drums in Descent for. Um, about a year or so once he came back from uh, being he was a roadie for uh, DOA so once he got back from tour we sort of said eh, we're okay we don't really need you oh harsh harsh oh. I know and I moved in with him <laughs> so it was okay obviously you moved in with him yeah after you kicked him out of the band I wouldn't say kicked him out of the band. I just, I, I would say like um, you're not required. Yeah, like is, we're we're sort of filled up at that position. It's all good, type that's of thing. The way it works. Yeah. That's the way it goes. So, um, I was in this hardcore band called Descent. Descent uh, was around for a long time. Um, many different members. After a while, it just kept going and going and going and. I don't know, four or five different drummers, four or five different uh, bass players. But like, you were always a constant within Descent? Yeah. I wasn't always a constant, but I was always the guy that... Um, when a I, slot I, opened up, I you know. just move in? I, I was there whenever it was needed. <laughs> Big shout out to Slot. <laughs> Go Slot! Yeah! And, uh, well, you know the Slot too, eh? Oh, I'm the Slot King. Oh, are you? <laughs> I'm the Pull-Out King. Anyway... You uh, so part way through part way through descent, um, my roommate. I was living with the guy that was asked not to right. come back. The to first jam. drummer, yes. Yeah. Yes. And another guy, and the other guy, um, Darren, uh, asked me to come just jam with this new project that he was working on. And I kind of said like, well, you know what, I've been wanting to sing, because I'm a singer. And I hadn't been doing it for a long time, so I said, whatever, I'll just come jam with you guys and just sort of see how it goes. I went to one jam, and I pledged my allegiance. And that was it, hey? Yeah? And that spawned the Francophobes. Oh, the Francophobes! Uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Great name. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to uh, the yeah, name. in the French Quarter, but no more are they <laughs> The good. name that was never supposed to be, because... That's a we, fucking it's, good name. It's though. not that we were anti-French it was around the time of the uh, you know the whole referendum thing was going down and we thought it was really hilarious how Western Canada was not open to the whole um, French side of things right wow so we were like oh 
We're living in Western Canada. We're so francophobish. It's quite an ignorant standpoint. It's well, there are highly well, there's a few extenuating circumstances there. Dollars and a resources. I'm 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 not the kind of person to sit here and tell you that there's anything wrong with the French in Quebec. I'm the kind of person saying it's kind of idiotic to sit there and say that you want to leave a country and keep their currency and their military and all these other things and. Think there's a balance, a, right? Yeah, well, it's there's total balance. balance. You, can't, you, yeah. can't, you can't do that there's shit. And then, right. never mind the fact that there's so much native reserve land in, like, northern Quebec. Like, what are you going to do with that? The, you we do? are so political. What are you doing? Oh. We are what so are you, political. Are you, are you going to cut their fucking funding off? Are you out of your goddamn mind? Like, that's not going to work. Bottom, yeah. Here's the bottom line. Plus the St. Lawrence Seaway. What there's, are you going to do with that? Dig into their historical, like... Foundation to like why they are moving. Okay, mm. never mind. Anyway, I know. Where are we going I know. With this again? Anyway, the, the point is, we were we were not a political band, but our bass player at the time was like, "Don't you think it would be funny if we just you know we use this name and stuff?" And we were like, "Yeah, that'd be hilarious." And it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> worst name that you could ever pick, but it was one of the uh, one of the best bands I've ever been in. But the result of the name did we we had discussed a little earlier uh, before before the show maybe got, got you blacklisted from uh, certain French cities. The FLQ. No, the full on FLQ. The they FL- phoned you. The, no, they they. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote him a letter. It was in Dude, those days, man. Come on, we're talking they, about walking uphill. And they emailed <laughs> us and they asked us not to come to the FLQ to the province. Not just a, not just one city or something, but don't come to our well, province. These cities are in Quebec too. And they basically three Laval. We were we were threatened to be letter bombed. Wow, well, like, they're, gonna, they're gonna hand deliver the letter, or they're just gonna mail it. They, <laughs> they were gonna mail it. They were gonna mail Dude, you killed mail it. That's bomb. amazing. Look at you go. Dear For something that we were like, hey, wouldn't it be funny? Yet it wasn't that funny. Well, I mean, look at look at it. historically all the great punk bands who've been banned from places due to their name or their or their their behavior, right? Sure. Like, you're looking at Bad Brains or or the Band of DC. Or, there you go. I want I, I wanted to start a band called the Taliban. I thought that was a good <laughs> I thought that was a good name for a band. <laughs> you're an idiot. Some people are like, wait, fuck you. That's funny. Like, Maybe you should have went with talent band. No, I didn't have any talent, so I wanted to call the talent band. <laughs> Big shout out talent is uh, music <laughs> starting bands based solely upon their humorous names.
tell these uh, fine folks about the time that you played with Dave Grohl. Well, how about we get to that uh, organically? Wait, it, it was a Winnipeg thing, though. Oh, but we're just <laughs> it we're is still in Vancouver. Wait, it was before, this is before Vancouver. This is oh, beer. Yeah. We're talking about Scream. He played with fucking Scream. Scream. Um, that was when I was in Peak of Outreach. Yeah. Before I left Winnipeg to go to Vancouver. Um, See, that you jumped. We're, we're jumping all over the place. You, but you, you know what? Jumped. Okay. That's okay. Um, the Shady, get the fuck out of here. So, Scream had done a reunion tour, which was great because um, they had Jay Robbins playing oh bass. God. Right? I know. Oh my God. I know. So, Jay Robbins was on bass and Dave Grohl was on uh, drums. Ugh. And then they had Stahl Brothers. And, um, holy crap. Peak of Outrage opens and... Let's be honest, Peak of Outreach was not a great band. We were just a shitty band that had songs like Fuck the Assistant Manager because we were angry about, you well, know. Who likes their ass, man? It's like, like the fucking <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, man. You work at the Hortons. It sucks. You know? You know? You work at the Hortons. You work at the It sucks, you know? Oh, jeez. Buddy, let hey. me tell you a story, eh? Margie knows. Margie knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> she needs to work at Timmy's. I'm sorry, Margie. Big shout out, Margie. Big <laughs> fuck you, ass man. Margie, Margie's read the show. Do you have some breakfast this morning? <laughs> oh, it's just the morning. Sickness. Let me make you some eggs. <laughs> okay, so anyway. So, so we play this show with Scream. And at the end of, end of our set... Um, I'm drained from, you know, doing our set and I go sit at the, it's at the Albert, shout out to the Albert. I go sit at the back of the stage. Big shout out to the Albert, except for that oh, last one. And, and Wayne, sorry, big shout out to Wayne. Let me just, uh, change that. Yeah. Big shout out to Wayne. Yes. And Gears family. In the air. Gears in the air. Gears so, oh, in the air, Albert. There's only one Wayne. Wayne. All right. <sighs> yeah. yeah, cheers. L'chaim. L'chaim. So, Dave Grohl. Krachlash comes up and sits down beside me because I'm sitting on the floor and puts his arm around me and tells me that I'm a great performer and that he's super impressed by the set and everything. Um, I'm jizzing in my pants. Can I say that? Yeah. Oh. It's a podcast, you right? Fucking say whatever. I can say whatever I want. Coming, jizzing, <laughs> shit, ass. There you go. I'm jizzing in my pants because... I'll be honest, I wasn't a huge fan of Nirvana. That's wrong. Well, whatever. It's a, an opinion, and an opinion can't no, be wrong. No, yeah, they can. Really? You, you right now... Tell wait, me an opinion that was there, wrong. If somebody told Racism. you you were wrong to hate the Beatles... That's not an opinion. It's an opinion. That's a lifestyle Homophobia. choice. Homophobia is an opinion. Wrong. That's a lifestyle choice. What do you mean? What, what, you mean it's a, a wrong, choice. It's a wrong lifestyle choice, but it's a lifestyle choice. You guys just threw me for this a loop, is, though, in the peanut gallery about... What year was Scream doing the reunion tour on at the Albert? That's what I'm saying. Like I was thinking that like, would have been like 8990 or something like that. Must have been because Bleach would have like, already been out. If oh, but he wasn't. Doesn't make sense he was no Chad Channing was on drums, so it didn't add up in my mind. And I'm oh, okay. Some other people might be thinking the same thing as I. Nirvana may not have started at that point yet. Right. Okay. So my my bad for for even throwing them into the conversation, but. Um, yeah, that was, I think that, oh man, that must have been, that had to be early 90s because uh, I, was, early 90s. I was still in Winnipeg. It was going to be 80s, I, man. I knew Scream played the album. Dave Grohl was in Nirvana in like 91 for sure. Yeah. He was after Bleach and wasn't in Nirvana. Dude, yeah. I'm old. I can't keep track of time. <laughs> what year? 
Did I just take a nap? Ryan's taking a piss, so we're just like. You are well. Okay, you are old, but you don't look it. (laughs) Which upsets me every day I see you. Yeah, I know. I do not look it. He's oh flexing. my god, he's flexing. He's flexing. What? what is that? You know what the best part is? Old men have muscles too. Old no, man. no, the worst thing ever is, 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 is this guy telling me he doesn't, he doesn't work out. Black it upsets the shit out of me. I don't go to the gym. I don't work out at right, all. I, like, I, I took a quick piss and now you guys are flexing and taking your shirts off. Uh, what, 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 Dave Grohl, Nirvana wasn't around at that point. They were not around at that point, but Dave Grohl was already a hero of mine because his drumming on Scream's album... Um, the black one with the yellow on it and stuff. Uh, what was that called again? Um, Dookie. You, you people out there know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dookie, he says. Um, this guy's a funny fucking guy. Wow. And that's why you wanted him to co-host. Because he's <laughs> well, intelligent. Another show that I was around. at. My and bad, it was really my weird. bad. It was really weird because Trey was hitting on me all night. I recently read the Comet Bus issue of him touring in green with green day in japan in the I'm listening, early yeah. 90s and he talks about that show the what green day show at the albert really in no. like 1990 and a bunch of skinheads uh unfortunately doing some really horrible things to a woman at that show and how like winnipeg left like an energy in that band where they just like want to never happen to this day. Well, I've 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 heard many many kind of stories about that about uh, there's also like Winnipeg leaving terrible memories in, in people's minds due to uh, like uh, Jello by Afro being attacked on stage. Uh, Welcome to fucking Winnipeg. Let's, yeah, let's go back yeah. to a more positive note on the yeah. Let's um, though at the Albert is that apparently there's like Billy Joe left. Uh, the child in this city is like a rumor that I heard. Really? Was it me? Winnipeg's got weird connections, though, man. Like, like Gabe Pachota from Fugazi, his, his, his aunt lives here. And then we got... Are you kidding me? No, his aunt. His I aunt, never knew that. What is it? Or what? fucking... Yeah, no, that's I'd like... Be like so, I'd be like some weird kid. Oh, I'm going to go fucking shovel her goddamn driveway. Yeah, like, exactly. why the fuck... Wait, wait, I, that's or, like... A, Legend of all was it self-titled? good things in this... Yeah, it's has got weird connections. Um... I don't think so. Okay, so I got it. It was on Discord. I know that much. No, wait. Maybe What's on Discord? Do... 81 to 90, right? Yeah. I think it was uh, something something to do with loud, possibly. Right, let's, take a, let's, take a, let's take a look here. So I'll calm down. Ryan's got the internet. Well, now it's just coming up with all sorts of stuff I listen to. I don't know what's going on here. Oh. There you go. Yeah, good. Still Bert. screaming. Still screaming. Still screaming. Let's go. Still screaming, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Discord records back in. Uh, where, let me let me let me find back in when. Uh, Sorry for fucking this up. 1983. Okay, oh, so Dave Girl's jump. A uh, Dave Girl was 14 at at that time, I believe. Um, he wasn't even old enough to get into bars. All that crap like that. Let's face it, neither was I. But. Um, they they put him in the band, and they would sort of sneak him in to as much as they could. And if they couldn't get him in, then they would sort of just sort of, you know, they would beg the uh, people that uh, were putting on the show to let him, let him in, and then they would take him out right away. I've, um, I've toured with some bands that, that had younger members that we've had to do yeah. the same with. You just try to sneak him in and... You do what you gotta best, do. Right? Um, 
the Francophobes first tour. We went on, on tour with a band called Fuzz 58. All of them, the whole band, underage. We did a Western Canada tour from like Victoria to Winnipeg and back. And every show we basically said, okay, hey, they're underage. They're gonna play the show, then they're gonna leave. And every- Bring some off sales, let them live in the van. Yeah, fine. It was fantastic. Um, everything worked out. Um, you know, promoters were super cool. They just wanted to fill the bar. And there was some, you know, all ages shows up, obviously.
that's, I think, uh, honestly for me, the memories of touring Western Canada is how, uh, how this, this was 07, I believe, 07, 08, uh, was how, how frequently you can find all ages shows when you're touring outside of Winnipeg. At yeah. this point, Winnipeg had already kind of, this, fucked themselves for... Oh, it's for, game over. Yeah, for appreciation of people who care about the all ages scene, right? Out west, though, it's like, it was everywhere. We were three months, I think, on the road, and half the shows at least were all ages. Yep. Huge Sunday matinees, like CBGB style. Um, and during the summer, oh my goodness. Man, like playing places like uh, Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Oh, Yorkton. Big shout out, Yorkton. On, on a, like a, a Monday <laughs> or a Tuesday at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And you're playing to like 200, 300 kids. Crazy, right? It's it's amazing. It was well, it's it's, a, it's it's just like Brandon here, right? Like the Rip Chords wrote the song "Brandon Rocks" for a reason because you've got a town full of kids with nothing the fuck else to do. Who yeah, do not fit in in any way to the establishment that's around them. They're not farmers. They're not truckers. They're not manual yeah. They're punkers, and they want to get out and do it. Go there on a fucking Friday afternoon and play to 400 people and just. Insanity ensues, driving the wrong way down one ways. And they, <laughs> they have one ways in Brandon? Big shout out to the girl in the car I made out with. I yeah! Thought, I thought it was just Highway 1. <laughs> no, no, there's a whole, there's a whole city. There's a city? Off the Trans Canada? Off. I thought it was a Smitty's and that was it. <laughs> Smitty's, cities, whatever. You know, yeah, Smitty close. City. I think they have, a, they have a, an Indian restaurant now, so that's cool. Alright, so we've gotten to the point Get where... Trauma? Where um, <laughs> where Francophobes are, are we're, we're touring with them, right? Yes, yes. Um, Francophobes was one of the uh, most amazing experiences that you could ever not want to be a part of. <laughs> I, I love you guys. If you ever listen to this, I love you guys. But let's face it, we were so messed up. And it was really like we're we're talking about psychologically, physically, like substance kind of messed up. We were substance messed up. Um, none of us, are. none of us deny it. So it's not you know it's not it's not news. But the thing is, um, it's hard to maintain when you're touring. We sure fought each other, like physically. Physically, <clears throat> men, that's, that's some good old punk rock right there. Mentally, there was moments on the Trans Canada Highway where we said. Fuck you! Pull the pull the van over, and we did. <laughs> it, it wasn't like somebody there was there was no voice or reason that said like no we're not gonna do this. It was wait, like wait wait do that again. Your white man voice. No guys, we're uh, we're not gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much nailed it. <laughs> Fuck this... you! Pull the van over. No guys, let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You know what? It's not like they've never heard me do this before. Oh shit! Things were so tense in the van that you could not say you could not say the word "black" in the van without me freaking the fuck out. What what if I like coffee black? Or what if I? (laughs) Oh what? It's gotta be. It's gotta be fucking black. I would make. I don't like sugar. And it was was intentional. I would make a scene out of anything. I've seen you. I don't like sugar. I've seen it. You love sugar. No, I. You love brown sugar. Brown sugar! (laughs) I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. Woo! (laughs) Alright, you guys got me 
snorting you are Winnipeg. My bad. You are Winnipeg's Black Mick Jagger. It's true. Winnipeg's Black Mick Jagger. <laughs> and if they, could, black... if they could see me right now... For anybody listening who's not from Winnipeg, Winnipeg Black is different than regular Black. Oh, <laughs> so different. 100. Alright, anyway. So we're fighting in the van. We're fighting in... We're, you know what? We're fighting in the van... We're fighting at like people are like uh, yeah you can stay at our place for right. uh, for yeah. the night. The, the we're fighting. We're tour. fighting at their places. We're fighting at the clubs. <laughs> like, like this is all like like vocally or physically or both. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Physically, vocally. Who um, the fuck do you tour like that? Name me a city in Western Canada, or you know you can go as far as Ottawa. From Ottawa to to Victoria, pick a city. I'll tell you which members in the in the band had a fight. Red Deer. <laughs> Red Deer. <laughs> wow, good, good little shit. You got to pick the one that we didn't play in. <laughs> got you good. Pick a, <laughs> let, let me rephrase that. Pick a city that we played in. Banff. Oh, Banff. Gross. I'll I'll just S- S- take, capital I'll, Canada. Okay. Shout out to Banff. I'll take <laughs> all the Australians in Banff. All of them. I will Megan. Can I substitute um, Jasper? How about yes? How about you just tell us the city and tell us who fucked up? Okay. He's gonna, he's gonna, keep he's he's gonna, he's gonna pick all the wrong ones. Swift current. Okay. <laughs> I got a swift current story, but that's that, that's a whole different thing. Um, let's take Edmonton. Edmonton. It was um, bass player. I grew up there. Did you? Okay. I, was, I was born in Edmonton. I was born in Winnipeg, but grew up in Edmonton. I was born, I, I was born in Edmonton and grew up in Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, we're backwards brothers. Backwards bros. <laughs> backwards oh, bros.
<laughs> so in Edmonton, um, Darren, guitar player, and uh, Jeff, bass player, versus me. <laughs> we call that the bro and bro and bro and Winnipeg. Yeah. Reverse bros versus bro. bro. <laughs> Reverse bros versus bro. <laughs> and um, Rody, which was a. Uh, Tell me that was just the name of the drummer. Our our Rody, no, our no. Ro- our actual Rody, who was like, "Hey, you guys going on tour? Well, do you want me to drive you? Because ah, I got mistake. Because I got a van. Whoa, and then and then <laughs> two years later, after he did it the second time, was like, "Yeah, you know." You're the best, Rick, but uh, I'm not doing that ever again. <laughs> so shout out to Mr. Plow, Dave. I love you, bro. Like, what Mr. Happened? Plow, like, is he Mr. The, Plow? The, the Mr. Plow. Like, the, he's, he's playing as Mr. Plow, Mr. Plow? He plays as Mr. Plow. Big he, shout out Mr. Oh, Plow. He now Mr. lives Plow. in uh, Portland. Um, big shout out, shout out to Portlandia. Whoa. Yes, um, Fred, Fred, Fred Carey, if you're listening, big shout out. Um, so... He did play her, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing him. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Decade ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a legacy tour with him as well. Yeah, yeah. He's he's amazing. He's a great guy. He um he not only took us out on tour, but he loaded up his van and drove me from Calgary to Winnipeg, right to my parents' place, and like unloaded all my belongings at my parents' place and everything. He's an amazing person, amazing friend, amazing musician, like. So what, the best. so what happens after this fight tour? After the fight tour, um, it got to the point where I decided I needed a break. And I, need, I needed to do something different with my life. So I left Vancouver. I went to Calgary. And the plan was I was going to go to school. That's a left turn. Calgary's a left turn. It was... I like how you called it a left turn. But it, it was a downward spiral. I like how you got two unopened beers at your feet. Yeah, One's yours. Or... Wow! Well, hello. See, Woo-hoo. your co your cohorts your co-host. Cohorts is fun by me. Cohorts, cohorts, Every time he gets up, cohorts. <laughs> he gets me. He gets me another beer, and he puts. He, you know, he hands it to me, and I I put it at my feet. So I've just got like a, a collection of beers at my feet. It's yours. Big shout out to uh, Budget Beer. Budget. Big shout out to Cohorts. Old Milwaukee Old Cohorts. Milwaukee. <laughs> Taste as great All as right. its name. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we got you in Calgary going to school. I went to there. Calgary to go to school. Um, that did not turn out. Um, moved into my brother's basement. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> would not want to do it again. <laughs> Big shout out Mike Sanders. You don't listen. Cool. <laughs> but man, I'm sorry about that time in that hey, car. Hey, hey, hey. Big shout out to Big Flex. Big shout out to Flex. older brother so you can... All right, who's who's all Big right. Flex? Big, His big, brother's Big, big Flex. Flex. Your brother's and Big Flex? My brother I... is the Big Johnson. I am not making this up. My brother's name is Johnson. His first so, name is Johnson? His first name is Johnson. Johnson Philip? Johnson Philip. He has two first names. You just outed me on, on, on a podcast with my, my last oh, name. His on. first name it's is It's Ricky Black. Name. It's not Philip. Don't his, you be dropping no dimes. His first, <laughs> his first, his first name, name is the last name, name and his last name is the first name. Yeah, we know. Technically, he has two first names oh. or two last names. Do you call names. him Johnny Phil? I call him Johnny Phil. I don't. 
<laughs> called right. him that. No. All right. Before we get derailed, and I forget about this, quality cool. control. Flex can be found on my Instagram at nineteen nineteen spelled out. You can find some topless pictures of my brother and I flexing in the bathroom. It, is, it, it, it is so sexy. You have Show no idea. There are no pictures of my brother flexing, <laughs> but let's face it, that's some scary shit. You don't want. You don't want. You do not want any of that. They don't just call him the Big Johnson because he has a big penis. That's a myth. That, that's part of it. That's a myth. Oh. Cool. Not all black guys have huge penises. Do you, I do. He, do. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, that was the topic of he, debate on it. What a terrible he doesn't. What a terrible stereotype that is. Eh? I know, right? <laughs> he totally breaks that stereotype. No there. Anyway, those of us that do whatever. That's not that's not that's not why we're here. So, I move into the basement of, of my brother and his uh fiance at the time. Um Later to become his wife, but uh, him and his fiance and their awesome kid, who my brother adopted, because uh, my brother's a stand-up guy. So, um, shout out to Malik. Yeah, buddy. My brother's a guy who can kind of stand up, so, you know. He's, he, he is upright. Yeah, well, sometimes. Why are our big brothers, like, you know, big? Don't, 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 I, my, <laughs> What's I up with that? I have to that, but we'll talk about it once they... Yeah, I'm off, a big That's brother. an off-air, uh, uh, you know, conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll sit on the stoop and just drink some beers and talk about it. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. Moving forward. You know what? Calgary. I lived in Calgary for um, 10 years. And that was my departure from music. A decade worth of no music. I decided that I was, um, I, <laughs> I left the Francophobes and that was a lot of fighting and it was a lot of, um, stress and it was a lot of, uh, well, how may I ask how long you guys tour for? Because that for me is always a stressor. How long you're in the van with these fucking assholes you can barely stand in the first place. Big shout out to everyone I lived in a van with. Yeah. Sometimes it Johnny, was Johnny, Natasha, Steve. Uh, who's that other guy? Oh my god. Nah, I don't know. Don't talk about him. All of y'all. Sometimes it was a month. Sometimes it was a... Three, four months at a time. Right. Um, but, you know, you stretch out over a couple of years of, like, doing that, like... You come back, you're like, oh, okay, let's start planning the next tour. Because we don't want to have to get jobs. Yeah, right? And we, I mean, let's be honest, we've become kind of addicted to the entire moving thing. You've got, now you've set up friends, right? In the yeah. cities you've stopped at. So you want to go back and see those people. I forget. Or those I love it. Or... I love it. You know what? I'm, I'm addicted to it. I'm not going to lie. Getting out um, on the road, playing a show for a bunch of kids that don't judge you other than yes. your music. They don't judge you as to <clears throat> your drug addiction. They don't judge you as to um, your stance on uh, politics or, or anything like that. Right. Most, just, most of the time after the show, if they even want us to talk to you, it's to sit down and have some beers and really, yeah. and really let's be honest, make you feel fucking good about yourself. They want to. They just want to hang out with you and party. Talk and about the bands they like and you. They feel like shared you interest. Might like or yes. Something, common interest. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just like hit community like, feeling. It's about well, like punk rocks. Right? Well, punk, well, punk rocks and accessible music, right? Well, that's it's supposed to be. That's what's supposed to be. That's but the beauty in it is that in a touring band, you get to truly mm-hmm. feel part of a community abroad. 
that's attached to each other. For like sure. doing something integral. But, but even playing a show in Winnipeg, when right. someone walks up to me at a show, I don't know. And they want to, like, big talk. Oh, big shout out Tony. I walk up to him at a show. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. going grab No, you know what? I'm Accessible just, by the dick. I'm just, I'm just stoked that someone wants to talk. Tony, the and first you know time what? I saw you guys play was at... How where where was that place in the exchange? It always does. Everything turns into the They have there. You guys. Oh, you guys played the purple. Oh, you Union Stockyards. Oh, no, no, you Union Hall. Union Sound Hall. Yeah, Union Sound Hall. Union Stockyards. Exactly. The first thing I thought was like, I thought of a veil. I thought of like, music. I thought of some of my favorite bands. And when I saw your bass player later, first time I had ever acknowledged. Oh, big shout out to Bella. Skinny bit. Skinny Dave. I'm like. That's just it. And like that's the community feeling that like any uh, random human. It's just feels. good when you meet people that right? that want to talk about music. And if you're playing music and someone's stoked on it, it makes you feel good about it. I have I've had the opportunity to meet some of the some of the people that I look up to the most in the music industry. Industry. In punk rock music. You yeah. Know? And <laughs> I had, That's the idea behind punk I got, rock, though. I got lucky to find out that like <clears throat> people like uh, Richie Birkenhead, Dave Smalley. Hey, um, Dave Smalley. Oh my God, so real. I met Dave Smalley. Oh, oh, and, so oh I've got the picture. Holy Christ! I, you? I, Dude, I, I was I so high. Ecstasy. I was so high on ecstasy. I couldn't even see straight, and I got this fucking picture of me and Dave Smalley. Dave. Yeah, dude, oh, dude, yeah. dude, there's a picture of me. My eyes are fucking red as hell and blasting dude, in my head. you look like your fucking brain is melted. It I is totally it melted. Don't, big shout out people who don't get their friends ecstasy. And, uh, yeah, agree, agree. agree. I was so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. right. right. good. He, he gave me a free <laughs> CD. I was so fucked Guys, up. I, got, I know, because he's a great guy. I got a great idea at this point um, because uh, we're, we're starting to get to our time. But um, I know that I'd like to get to um, what you're doing now. What's All coming this, up? What's... Uh, what you're doing now, uh, obviously the the revival of Crown of Thorns, and yes. then we'll uh, we'll get into when your shows are coming up, where we can find you guys on social media, stuff like that. Okay, uh, Crown of Thorns. Um, so Crown of Thorns started in 1987. I joined in 1989, and I was with the band for a couple of years. We broke up, and then. Uh, we did our reunion show Halloween. Um, Recently, right? A couple years back? Uh, two years ago. Two, two years ago. Two years ago, we did a reunion show. It was one of those things of like, people have been talking about it. People have been asking, like, are you guys ever going to do it? Blah, 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 blah. We decided, let's do it. We found a drummer because our original drummer lives in Vancouver. So we never thought we would do it. But we found a drummer, Corey, Corey Koss. Um, of Malfaction frame oh. of fame. Oh, big shout out Malfaction. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Malfaction's the shit. I got the good band, ones. great band. Um, so, goodness. Corey um, is now the drummer of Crown of Thorns. And, um, you know, we figured it can work with him, so we did it. I think two weeks into jamming, we decided it's not just working. But we realized that we still like each other. So it's not going to be just a one-off kind of situation. It wasn't a one-off. No, We're funny. now like, you know, a year and a half into it. And um, two years into it or whatever. And we're writing new music. Um, hopefully a new recording is going to be coming uh, coming up at some point in time. Awesome. Maybe when that happens, we'll get you back in the old uh, Witch Police radio. That's witchpolice.com. Yeah. And uh, 
Maybe we can sit down and talk about that. Maybe we can get all of you guys instead of these shitheads. That would be that would be awesome. Keep me yeah. the fuck off this thing. All right, Mike, not good. Mike, Michael, keep me. And hey, since since we're on that topic, always. we do yes. have an upcoming. Oh, right. We do oh, have an upcoming gig. I think this is a this is a pretty big gig uh, to 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 hear about. Maybe for our, our people listening, this is one of those gigs that you um you dream about. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know when you were little. Oh, I was like, oh, oh you're, playing, you're playing Nickelback. Oh, right. First of all, it's oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's quarter forward, and there are different. Who the fuck now. isn't into playing that show? Uh, so Nickelback said no to us. <laughs> Here's the deal. Really? Um, May twenty fourth, we are opening for um, the Curl Mags. Yes. Whoa! Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, Comeback Kid is also on the gig. So uh, another Winnipeg. Um, oh, institution! Big yeah. shout out, Comeback Kid. Big Huge. shout out, Mikey. Been on the show a couple times now. Yeah. Big shout out Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, big shout out Jeremy too. Big shout out Winnipeg. Big, big shout, shout out, out everybody at Comeback Kid. Big shout out Chromags for coming to Winnipeg. Again. 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 You know what? Again. We Again. waited almost 30 years for them right. to come back. They came back two years ago. And I think that that was like, um, we were at the 28 year mark or whatever that from the first time they hit, they had come. And, you know, weirdly enough, I was at the first one. Jimmy has your ticket, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'll, I'll show up for you. Even. That you know what I would love it. I'm do, I, 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 I would, would fucking love it if you showed up. I, I am. I might. Throw I would a, love it. I, if I all might my throw friends, an empty can at you. All my friends show can up. Can I throw an empty can at you? Please. Oh, I can't. Please. Out of love, though. You you got to know that you're gonna get your ass kicked. By who? You? No, some douchey hardcore. I am black. Oh yeah, some, some yeah some hardcore kid doesn't get what the joke is. <laughs> I know. Are you gonna, are you gonna are you flexing again? Oh, black oh, mamba. Heavy, hey, with hey, the fucking arms hey, over come to come to the show so you can see Rick with no shirt on because he's a <laughs> nice. goddamn golden god. I've seen I've seen I've seen him play. He's, he's seen some I've shit. Seen him play. I've seen he his shirt. You know what? He has a shirt. Half of his gonna, long shirt's gone. I don't know where the fuck it went. I promise you that if you are, if you are at the Chromag sh- uh, show, my shirt's not coming off. Oh, I'll yell it's, at you. It is all business that night. No business. It is all business. It's punk rock. It's no business. It's business. It's not business. Yeah. This isn't business. It's our hope and it's our voice and not a product. So mm. tell them that you can't be bought. I don't want corporate backing. 500,000 bucks a year. That's not what it's about. And I'm going to the screaming part, but my tongue is all fucked Your up. Your tongue's fucked up. So, you know. Gee, you got to get some anti-inflammatories, Big shout out, I Wow. I fucking love that picture. You know what? Oh. You, okay. My, he's pointing at the black Philip I painted for uh, my, my wife a little while ago. Can I take a moment to just say that you are actually one of my wife's favorite artists? Well, that's absurd. Yeah. Um, she <laughs> no, wanted, you do, you she do, wanted you me do to ask work. you about doing, like, commissioning you to do some, some Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. And after the show, by all means, uh, <laughs> big shout out to Ace Winnipeg. We'll talk about that at the end of the show as well. Um, we'll be in touch. Let's uh, let's keep on. So we've got uh, we've got Carter Thorns opening up for Chrome Eggs. Yes. Uh, what's your, your current project? I also have a, uh, a side project. Uh, well... It's I wouldn't call it a side project. I have another band. Um, it's called Get Off My Lawn. So is that just a bunch of crotchety old old men? That's that's the theory behind it. <laughs> However, the the real deal is um, I'm the oldest. Oh, I named it because I'm the crotchety old man. <laughs> ah, ah. He's, old, he's old as fuck. The rest of them are like, you know, anywhere from like 
five to like younger. Well, the the rest of them being I know I know Dave LaRue from Dave, Bucko. Big shout Dave out LaRue. Bucko. You are Bucko's biggest fan. Always have been, <laughs> always you, will be. You have always been their biggest fan and you love Dave LaRue. I Dave LaRue and Brandon too. Man, both those yep. ah ooh, just freedom kissing. Right. But I was I was so into like at, at a young age getting sorry, fuck. Getting messed up. That Rami never had time for me because I was just a fourteen-year-old with a yeah. mohawk running around being wasted, and he was busy living a rocking. life, being straight edge. He right? was ro- yeah, he was rocking the straight edge. Okay, thing. so you got you got okay. Dave Larue's in there. Who else is in there? Dave Larue is our bass player. Um, Nate Newton, Nate the Great. That sounds like a made-up fucking name. He's the man. Nate Nate Great. Nate the, the Great. Nate the Great. Nate and Nate the Newton on on drums, and then the. Uh, Guitar combination of uh, Colin Charles and uh, Rob Nalloway of Nal- oh. of Nalloway Pierogies of oh, slash no, no. Pierogi Pierogi Planet. Planet. Ooh, um, nice hustle. Yeah, we actually uh, jam at the Pierogi Planet uh, factory. So we have all these funny uh, like sayings, like "Hey, a funny thing happened to me on the way to the Pierogi Planet." Mm-hmm. One time at Pierogi Planet, like that. Exactly. Right? Just like in Bandcamp. Just like in Bandcamp. You know it. Okay, um, anything Broken coming camp. up with uh, Get Off My Lawn soon? Or? Yes, we are playing on March 11th with, um, oh my god, um, the Badanglos and um, the Don Waynes. And the Don at the Waynes. At the Windsor. Uh, at the, big Windsor, shout out to Windsor, Windsor too. Windsor. Big shout take, out to the Windsor. Take, take, take over and really, and really living up to what the Albert left behind, for sure. Big shout out to Sam. The Windsor is the, the, Windsor. the new Albert. Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, I'm sorry if I seem like I'm rushing, but my you are in pain. My son is fucked. Tooth is fucked. So, um, from here, I would just like to, if you have uh, any mention of social media, Bandcamp, somewhere we can find, if people want to find what you have, yes, where can we do that? Facebook for both bands, um, Bandcamp. Uh, I believe we have um, the first demo from Crown of Thorns, which does not feature me. So, whatever, you know. Whatever. So, so, it's, a good, it's, so it's a good one. You support the <laughs> We are still, we are, like I said, planning to record. Um, so there should be some new stuff coming up at some point in time. Um, other than that, uh, just come out and see us and uh, pick up some. We always have shirts. We don't necessarily have, like, uh, music. But that's in the works. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so past that, there's no Instagram, no Twitter, or anything like that. And the shows again are we've got May, uh, May twenty fourth with the Crow, the Almighty Crow Mags, the Almighty, the Crow Almighty Mags. Ricky Front and Crown of Thorns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where that's we right. At the Park Theater. That will be at the Park Theater. At the Park Theater, and we've got Get Off My Lawn. That'll be at the uh, Windsor on March eleventh. March eleventh coming up. Yes. Coming up. Like rolling up get, like quick. We will get this on the air before then, so people listening, you'll know that's coming up soon. Go to the fucking show. All right, now. <laughs> It'll be this much fun and more. Uh, so I like, will heckle Ricky like no one's goddamn business. You have and no you idea. will all gawk at his beautiful face. You won't even know. He'll be covered in glistening sweat with no shirt on. And I have I new spring, tattoos. I, will I have new tattoos. He's a, a massive, he's a massive tattoo of Alexander Burroughs on his chest right now. Hot Burroughs, Ginsburg. <laughs> anyway, now speaking of Tony and his 
bullshit heckling voice. If you'd like to check out anything that his band, Union Stockyards, does, uh, you have always uh, the, the laundry list of episodes that have been on our show. Yeah. You can also find them at... Bandcamp. Or get Stockyards at Bandcamp.com. Uh, or you can get us on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. It's all Union Stockyards. It's all me being an asshole. So just check it out. Fantastic. And as always, uh, Witch Police Radio can be found at, at witchpolice.com. Uh, we do have our entire slew of... I don't know where the fuck we are now. Garbage show that we got. 300 episodes. Yeah. If you want to listen to five episodes of me on it, you can go. Yeah, I suggest that you don't. And don't. I suggest that you also skip any episodes <laughs> that I'm that I'm titled in. We also every Sunday at midnight we have uh, UMFM uh, replaying our some of our old episodes. They're running a few months behind, so we kind of get new life to those episodes. Um, can I interrupt you and just yes. say like I am so proud of you for doing this, and like. Which police? If it isn't the number one podcast in Winnipeg, oh no, no! Big shout out to Nine Thirty because we did like, win that award. It's all right. Oh, oh, really? Oh, we did. Wow! We did. Oh, did. oh, I, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I, I just mentioned that by like. I don't care if Ryan's got a broken. I'm just he's saying. Fucking owning it. I'm just saying it should be, but but apparently it is. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I only listen to a few podcasts. You know, like the Joe Rogan experience, obviously. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this entire thing with a story about that. And you, go you. Ahead. and you. Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, so before Ricky just blew my shit up and I started blushing, um, <laughs> we also we have also recently uh, started up uh, a Patreon, which means that uh, if you if you join this this service and you become one of our patrons for X amount of dollars a month, you will be given a special. Exclusive uh, one-offs, uh, videos, all sorts of fun stuff. Is the podcast itself will always be free, but what we would really like to do is get our website running up to par and some new equipment so we can bring you the most, the, the highest quality show possible. Nice. That being said, <laughs> I'm talking fast. My tongue's fucking up. Uh, I do run or help run a small art collective here in Winnipeg called Thieves WPG. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Also on Store Envy, and at Store Envy, that is thieveswpg.storeenvy.com. Uh, we create one-of-a-kind art or prints of art for a, a reasonable price, um, all in the attempts of getting us more coffee and, and staying alive. I buy their art and commission it, and it's very good. He does. Yeah. I, know what, I, I have a room full of art in my very small apartment that I keep collecting. Can so, I join in on that, too? I don't, I don't just throw out, like, you know, like, Oh, I endorse this guy because he's my buddy. I endorse people because I think that what they're doing is real. And we're giving Ryan a second to, uh, you know, just pull himself together there. My wife thinks that Ryan's art is the best. But did you say it like, my wife? My, my <laughs> wife. <laughs> that shit's not played out yet, is it? My, my wife. I don't care if it is or not. My wife. At Diony Louise. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah, she's going to get some art. She's totally in love with his art, and so am I. So, um, you know, put your uh, support behind thieves. Yeah, thieves. Thank you. They're all good. Yeah. They're all great. Now, I forget what ending story I had. Uh, I, I've I've it out of my. <laughs> was it a sex brain. story? No, 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 it wasn't a sex story. It's something Ricky and I were talking about. I said I've got a story about that, but I guess that's uh, that's somewhat irrelevant. Uh, Taylor, you want to do a shout-out? You want to end the, end, the, end the shout-out track? 
Big show, Taylor came for sitting here with us. TK killing all day. TK every day. Hold yeah. On, how about how about uh, how about Punk Rock Mondays over at the deli? I'll be on the trays. TK on the plates. Uh, you come see us at Sherbert Street Deli. Trays uh, and plates. Me- mention the podcast, and we will give you nothing for free. <laughs> <laughs> great, great music for you guys. Hey, on Monday night. Smoke meat and hot beats, man. That's that. That's yep. Punk Rock Monday. You like play. salami? Yep. You like salami. I just like when he says salami. You don't like salami. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening very much. We will catch you next time on Witch Police Radio.